Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Tyler's Take, the podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Peters. This is a quick recap, review of the season opener for the NFL for this regular season of 2021 between the reigning defending Super Bowl champions of 2020, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. It was a celebration of that very title, the Super Bowl, which Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown had all contributed to, as well as Sue and Jason Pierre-Paul and Antoine Whitfield Jr. are some of the key players. Speaking of which, for Dallas, you saw the return of Dak Prescott after suffering a season-ending injury that was a very disappointing last season for the Cowboys, America's team, so to speak. But I'm your host, Tyler Peters, and ways you can listen to the audio of the program are by visiting Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and officially, I'm so delighted to make this announcement, the program will also be played on Sportswire. And I'm the co-host of another program that's also featured on Sportswire Radio, that would be the Rewind Wrestling Radio Podcast, where we review and also have interviews with wrestlers, but we uh, should have went back and said we review modern-day current wrestling, and we have a good time to have a lot of fun. We, there's a lot of energy to go around, have an impressive, very knowledgeable panel as part of the Rewind Wrestling Radio Podcast. Also, you can find them on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as Sportswire Radio. That's why I've got to be repetitive because they're a big partner for us, not only on Tyler's Take, but the Rewind Wrestling Radio podcast also. And the Figure Guys podcast. And coming soon, the Beyond the Rubs podcast. So we're we're busy is an understatement with all the panel and, and co-hosting and now doing the solo hosting, uh, not to mention... But wanted to try something different because the basis and theme and format for this show is going to be reviewing movies, TV programs, a lot of times nostalgic uh, in the TV programming in old movies, but with current wrestling and current events and current sports with the NFL. And hey, I had to review and have a discussion when mentioning the Buccaneers and Cowboys, I got to watch the game and even go back on the following Friday as it was played on Thursday, September the 9th, right before 9-11 that weekend. It was the opening up a brand new season where fans were back in attendance. They add the energy, the adrenaline. It was so awesome and such an adrenaline rush hearing the people, even from television, as I was viewing, watching all the events unfold and Bruce Arians has a great team as they are champions for a reason. And Mike McCarthy now adds Dan Quinn, who was the former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons as his new defensive coordinator. And he kept Kellen Moore after Jason Garrett was fired to uh, control the offense and do all the play calling for the offensive end of things for the Dallas Cowboys. And this was a exciting game, very competitive. I was shocked, surprised to borrow some terms 
in ways to describe how I was feeling, my expectations going in to this Bucks cowboys matchup. And this was a game much anticipated as we speak. And the fans, you could feel their energy. And also, I was getting excited. I was moving around on a big play. And when I thought our hopes of, of winning, actually getting to defeat Tom Brady, the GOAT, one of the greatest players ever. And yes, you know, like in the Cowboys, all the hate tweets are going to come at me on Twitter, on my social media. It doesn't tolerate 86, by the way. Please send them on. I'm going to make it entertaining, fun for you. Very interactive. What a week one of the NFL we had. Now, I'll go into more depth and add more layers at a later date and episode, and we'll talk about maybe a few games. But I wanted to attempt to give you my best analogy and break down the Cowboys and the Bucks in this particular game. We're going to go over stats, so I've got my reference. It's my iPad. I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to be professional. I'll, I'll make eye contact, but if you see me looking down, glancing, there's a spoiler. I've had to Google it, get the stats and the recap. Speaking of that, well, Dak Prescott had 403 yards. He looked great. Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels were on the call, and it was a credit to uh, Collinsworth who made the statement, his throw at our motion, I'm paraphrasing naturally, was looking great. I mean, he did lose a step when uh, referencing mentioning Prescott, and he did have to rely on that arm and that movement in the pocket, his feet, finding his targets with C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Prescott had 403 yards. That stat alone just jumps out, does it not? And he had three touchdowns, but he did have one interception, one pick in the game. Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke could not get anything going, either could Tony Pollard out of the backfield. Only 33 yards for Ezekiel Elliott and zero touchdowns. I mean, that Tampa Bay defense, the defensive line from the linebackers to the safeties and cornerbacks are challenging. They are, are difficult. They don't make anything easy for the Dallas Cowboys or any team on the offensive side of the ball. And that was apparent. Dallas realized this because Ezekiel Elliott, even with, you know, Tyron Smith and those offensive line leaders, I mean, they could push back these uh, impressive defensive linemen and linebackers for the Bucs. I mean, Pierre Paul, Jason Pierre Paul had been a nightmare going back to the New York Giant days. Talk about NFC East rivalry. He knows the Cowboys very well, and so does Dallas on their behalf concerning Pierre Paul. And, you know, Sue, he's a dominating player. He just causes problems. Even when they're not sacking a quarterback, they are just causing a lot of major issues for Dak Prescott during the development and complexion of this game. They changed the momentum. But thanks to Dallas and Prescott using his arm, utilizing his wide receivers, his tight ends, coming out of the backfield using screens and whatnot. As you could see, if you watch the game, even going back, uh, looking at highlights, it was an amazing effort and very honorable on Dak's behalf. And, hey, Elliot or Pollard couldn't get anything going out of the backfield, so it was up to Lamb. It was up to tight ends Dalton Schultz and, and Blake Jarwin and, 
others to step up. Michael Gallup, who was, who's been stepping up, honestly, even since last year over the past few years for the Cowboys offense. And some uh, familiar faces still on defense that are been very skilled in their positions, Anthony Brown. But J. Ron Kurtz comes over from Minnesota, the Vikings. And Micah Parsons comes over from our adversary in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I, I try to keep it fair, but I must admit I'm a Cowboys fan. But I'm going to be fair to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So don't worry for those Buccaneer fans out there. Tyler Peters will give you your just due. So just stay with me. Hang with me just for a little bit. I'm not going to take too much of your time. I promise. I guarantee you. I'm not going to swear. I don't do that. I try to be on my best behavior on these podcasts. Demarcus Lawrence, who got some pressure. He was able to disrupt a little bit, but just not enough. Even if you can disrupt. I mean, we're talking Tom Brady here. And let's be fair, even with Prescott. But they were able to get pressure on Dak. What's the difference? Was one of the main uh, problems for the Cowboys during this uh, particular game. Some of the specifics, if you will. And then, of course, Jalen Smith, you got Vander Esch, DeMonte, Casey comes over from the Falcons. He's got a reunion with Dan Quinn, who was one of his, uh, his old ball coach coming over from Atlanta. So that'll be interesting. Tavon Diggs was drafted from Alabama back in 2020. So we know what he's all about. I, I love SEC football. I'm an avid viewer and consumer of the Southeastern Conference. So I'm very aware of what Diggs had done during his collegiate days with Alabama under Nick Saban. And boy, does Tennessee fans know with the volunteers as that's my team in college. So pray for me. You know, I, I'm hopeful. I'm positive though. You got to give these coaches time, but we'll, uh, we'll have to do a college breakdown. Maybe Tennessee or, or use an SEC team. Cause I want to kind of change up the format, make things uh, seem fresh and new and creative with Tyler's take uh, the podcast. Speaking of that, so some uh, very good players, or they wouldn't be playing professionally. That's evident. Even though, I mean, with 403 yards Prescott had and three touchdowns, it was just not enough as the score was 31-29 Tampa Bay. They won the game, so a spoiler in case you wanted to go back, catch a replay, uh, you probably heard about it by now, being Monday after that Thursday, September the 9th. Uh, this past weekend and last weekend as I'm recording the audio and video for this program. So I'm going to go to the Buccaneers, to their stats. I told you I'm going to be very fair to both teams. Tom Brady had 379 yards. Actually, Prescott had more yards than even Brady. But in the end, it was the – defending Super Bowl champions who were able to uh, get the victory. Four TDs was the difference with two interceptions. So it's still some critical errors, but it was not enough to overcome Brady's arm and his aerial attack uh, through the air to Gronkowski to Gronk, the chemistry going back to the Belichick days and those Super Bowl winning teams and New England has been apparent. And then Fournette, Similar to what Ezekiel Elliott for Dallas Fournette on Tampa's side of the ball offensively could not get a whole lot going. Only 32 yards, zero touchdowns. Antonio Brown, 
121 yards, had a TD. Chris Godwin, 105 yards, one TD. And Gronk had two TDs, 90 yards. And they had to rely through the air also to Tampa Bay. So similar in contrast, in comparison, in a lot of ways, what Tampa Bay and Dallas had to rely on their strategies, their schemes on offense, had to change them, I would imagine. Very much a passing game with some running, but not a whole lot. So that's just, you know, a quick recap and review of that game. And my takeaways are that, you know, Dallas is showing potential. It's the first game of the year, so you got to be patient. You got to give them time. But if Prescott can continue playing up to this level, to his true potential, I feel at least, then the Cowboys should be winning a lot of games. We should make the postseason at least. Maybe make a Super Bowl run. I said it, and I'll stand behind my my prediction, my statement. It's all about having faith, is it not? And then Tampa Bay, they're going to be so tough being a Super Bowl champions. They're going to look to repeat. You've got Tom Brady. You've got Gronk. You've got Rob Gronkowski. You've got that defense, Pierre Paul, uh, Sue. We, I mean, we had a discussion about it. Just a lot of weapons and impactful players on both sides of the ball. Special teams, don't leave out special teams. Very crucial to any team's overall ratings and success in improving in the sport of football. In the National Football League, it's no different. College football, high school football, even middle school. And going back to, you know, those type situations, circumstances within the sport of football. You know, Gronkowski, I had to think about it a little bit. He's such a big target, much like a lot of tight ends. I mean, we saw it with Jason Witten when Prescott had him, but going back to Tony Romo with the Cowboys. I mean, he's such a big guy. You could have two guys on him, double coverage, and he's still able to find a way to catch the ball. And Brady throws in that small window. And similar to what Prescott was able to do with finding C.D. Lamb with the routes he was running, and, of course, they go over them, they practice them, watch the, the game film and, and break it down and, and, and have a discussion among each other with their teammates. And, of course, Tampa Bay will start out the season 1-0 and and 0-1 start for Dallas. It's early, but a telltale sign is, you know, Dak coming away from that serious injury he had. And after such a disappointing uh, turnout from last year for the Cowboys, McCarthy 